Hello and welcome to episode 195 of Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast. And we have me and Frozen. Oh, Ivanka's back. We are we are just so fraught with technical problems. Oh, I've got stuff outside the window. Ivanka might freeze on the video. Hey, who knows? But we're going to record it anyway because we are just so committed to serving you our listenership with our insights and explorations and figuring out what we think about everything. My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. She's in Croatia. I'm in London. That I always want to say yours is the country and mine is the city, but I should be more consistent. Um, I'm in the UK. She's in London. She's freezing every so often, and so I don't know what she thinks. Um, today we're going to talk about Spotify. Yeah, back time. Why? That's what I say. Well, because they're they're being in the press for being for people pointing out that they're hosting Joe Rogan. And Daniel, uh, and is it uh, Daniel Eck? I mean, good. Yeah, Daniel Eck is. He said some stuff that we don't like, and he's become a billionaire out of Spotify. And meanwhile, he sort of promised that once more people were subscribing to it, the artists would get more money. But that never really happened. So, so there's all that stuff. So there's Joe Rogan, and there's why we'll talk about why it's good, uh, why it got successful, and but also yeah. I, I I actually don't use it anymore just because just it's quite easy to switch to something and, and different circumstances you can use something different and it's all the same music in it so, yeah um, i think also also it highlights the topic of how much power you do or don't have as a consumer of mm. where you spend your money because i am with currently spotify are getting my money but i have been on and off and on and off and yeah. i will explain why okay so <laughs> in case anyone's interested you've got all that to look forward to let's have a transition will this auto hello <laughs> i was like i just said will this auto trans oh it did <laughs> auto transition back to us how's it going ivanka how's your week what's the best thing that happened my week has been very busy i'd say that. The busiest, I'm going to do two things. The busiest thing that's happened is that we launched the Bravos, the Brighton Restaurant Awards. Vote online. Please do vote online if you're listening to this between the uh, 10th of February 2022 and the 24th of March. And where's uh, that? How do you get to that? BrightonRestaurantAwards.co.uk. .co.uk. BrightonRestaurantAwards.co.uk. There you go. Go vote. Um, and so that that requires a lot of effort and time and energy and we'll continue to. But I love it. It's quite positive. I was on the radio in the week uh, and it made me realise that my phone mic is awful. Mm. Poor woman having to talk to me on the radio phone via my mic. telephone. Hate it. Bad. Hate it. Uh, uh, but then in a more positive note, I've made electricity. So that's good. I didn't have to do anything. It was just there on the roof making electricity. And that's just what came out of the sky came out of the sky and hit my <laughs> solar free. panels and then there was electricity and then um but what's been nice about that is kind of as as uh, as i had hoped it has sparked a number of conversations with other people some people that i uh, i think have more power than they think locally uh, and I, I think also there's this whole topic maybe that's what we should talk about another day though is this sort of like local action versus global and, and global impact sort of dichotomy is it a dichotomy is that the right word I don't know anyways I've been having 
good quality conversations this week, which I have been enjoying. How has been well, your week, Michael? I, I will just say, yes, you have been vindicated in your plan to spark conversations yeah. by doing something. And I applaud that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My week's been my week's been <laughs> my week's been terrible and great. Um, I failed my driving test within like 10 seconds. You must stop laughing. Within like 10 seconds. And I was just like, well, at least I failed fast, as they say in startups. I literally (laughs) driving out of the the parking, the car park of the driving test center, just like, just very neatly and cleanly went into the opposite lane and to turn right, just went onto to the right. I think my brain went, I've been practicing roundabouts. Well, you've got to go the rightmost thing to get onto the roundabout. And yeah, basically just sort of went into it. I mean, it was a really small, compact, awkward little car park, but I really should have known better. <laughs> so it's going to be like 200 quid to try that again. Oh, Yay. So much pain. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Many, you know, I've had like 40 hours of lessons. I was feeling so good. I was feeling calm. I was feeling collected. I, I was feeling like I can do this. I've got this. First, looking around carefully, being really clear about what I was doing. Yeah, talking. And the, the tester goes, you know that you just drove in the wrong side of the road there. And I was like, that's a good start. And then he sort of like led me around the roundabout back into the car park and went, yeah, I mean, that. It's come back fail. from that. I'm really sorry. Like, did you see that there was a giveaway? Like, I was like, nice guy, but oh, no. man alive. It was... It was. Uh, I wasn't feeling good that day, um, but I, I, you know, the, I did. You know, I have actually business-wise, everything's been really cool. Like, with my no-code thing, I've, um, I've been, I've been doing some good networking, and I've got, and I made a, I released a little tool that I made for myself as a Mac app this week. That, literally, I sort of did a decent level of polish for something that was just for me. So I had it there. So I just made a nice icon for it and recorded a video showing how to use it. And I've had a really nice, and it's it's quite niche. It's for, if anyone's looking at the video, it's for this bit of gear, the Synthstrom Deluge. And it's just to, <laughs> to get your songs on it, basically. And um, yeah, I've had a really nice, uh, a lot of feedback, a lot of helpful, like helpful person on Reddit wrote me a long post about where I should take it and what, you know, what he would change about it. And, and then I found some new discords and made some new friends there. And also this Office Hours Global um, is, uh, I'm, I'm sort of getting myself, they, they're finding out about shoot, that they do this AV conversations. And I, I do, like, if you are interested in, like live doing the sort of thing we're doing then it's a really nice place that you can just go and ask them questions and they all have like you know decades of experience in sort of av and live stuff and like they had stories about how how, how they set up the live an interview in the white house with obama and stuff like that and like all the how they practice loading in and loading out so they've got all this like really deep experience in that world but they also sort of embrace the kind of stuff we're doing um and actually my app is a really good fit for their world and they just weren't they didn't really know about it until i did my lead magnet with one guy and met rabbi david paskin and then uh you know tech Torah tech guy he told me about that and he sort of mentioned i he'd used one thing i'd made and then i told him about shoot and watched him install it and get excited about it and then he shared it on there and and now um yeah they're going to talk about it this afternoon and i'm getting my app talked about on another podcast today as well wow. i'm networking the sh- out of it with this no <laughs> well code world so, well done michael yeah. well done Business. isn't it amazing that like 
you can have a product that's good, but until people know about it, they don't use it. There's no point in adding loads of bells and whistles to it. Although the thing that did get the guy, the main guy on that office I was excited was my, like, you can draw on the screen, um, like, uh, which I will demonstrate now. Hey, look, I've got a smiley face. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> oops. Ah. Um, so, um, you know, uh, so it was like a little Super bit of the precious. bells and whistles that made it stand out, but, you know, it's still really solid on the basics. Well, so you go, yeah. shoot clean camera feed, available now in the App Store. Some years ago, when I did some user research with uh, sort of more professional buying of technology, mm. uh, it was the the relationship with the person making it or the firm making it or the brand making it that had the most value, really. But one feature could persuade people to, to flip. So you, you right, do yeah. need that kind of combination of, I've got to trust you, I've got to think that you're going to be doing really, So like, and often with buying tools and things, people stick to what they know because yeah, it's safer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, having your little drawery thing might just be the thing that makes somebody go, oh, let's oh, find cool. out a bit more about this Michael <laughs> dude. Maybe he's more trustworthy than I thought. Yeah, so yeah, doing well, good at business. That's what well I'm done. doing. Right, let's have a break. and. That was a little. I did. I actually played some music this week as well. I did a little music stream. So um, there you go. Right. Speaking of music, yes. Yeah, Spotify is this new thing. <laughs> it's this new. Um, it's this new thing where you can listen to loads. Of, there's not much music on it yet, but you can see what everyone's listening to on Facebook shows up in their profile, and then you can tease them about it. So uh, that's. It's going to be really. I think it's going to be big. I am, of course, transposing myself back to what 2008. I think seven. I think uh, yeah, yeah, eight, seven. We were at LBI when yeah. Spotify was around. Uh, yeah, eight, nine. It's seven, when uh, eight. anyway, and I think one thing I've heard <laughs> is it, it it really benefited from when Facebook had a lot of um, they were doing all this stuff where you could sort of share activity and it and but you just saw Spotify stuff just bubbling through constantly whenever you're on Facebook you saw like what people were listening to and I think Spotify did really well out of that and and became the big player in that game as the internet was ready for streaming music of course you know that seems not much these days now that we're streaming web video at 4k on our mobile phones while we walk around back then it was uh you know, just getting the audio streaming was a pretty big deal. And having the access to that range. Yeah, although to be fair, like, um, there wasn't, like, a lot of the stuff I wanted wasn't on there uh, to start with. Um, and so, but I do remember sitting in a room with, um, well, my musical heroes, Mouse on Mars, back in 2013. And we sort of got onto the subject of Spotify. And then they sort of ended up just kind of going through because they didn't know what was on there of their catalogue. And then we go, oh, oh this really? is on there. And they were sort of discovering what their labels had uploaded to Spotify and were sort of quite surprised to see so much of their back catalogue on there. But um, yeah, for a while, there wasn't 
like you, you, you still had to main curate your own music collection if you were serious about music. But certainly, a lot of stuff you could uh, you could access to start with. Sorry, I am my musicianingness is coming out a little bit. Yeah, here. I'm I'm more I'm way more mainstream in my music consumption. Maybe not in my. I, I'd like to think that I have an eclectic and varied musical taste, uh, and I'm well, always fun open. Story to, about Ivanka, and yeah. I will support this. Is when I joined Canonical, she was like, I, I want I want to make a video to promote the design team and I've, I've chosen this song that i really like and i was like oh no she's gonna send me some like horrible thing but i really thought it was a really good choice of music i was like that's kind of a cool track so yeah i i i can i can i can i i don't think you're yeah, quite behind as uh, behind the <laughs> curve as you are claiming i think not that my opinion is necessarily anything to go by but i do have a deep understanding of music actually because i'm <laughs> I think the point that I wanted to make really was that I I have not been a music purchaser particularly through my I know you know when I was a teenager I bought the but you know it was expensive to go and buy an album mm -hmm. and so you'd sort of save up and go and buy I had I had lots of things on vinyl in them days uh, when they were just called records. <laughs> because it's like records and tapes and stuff and used to record things off the radio and all of that stuff that we we used to do all that good stuff but you know to actually buy music was expensive and i think i was more of a book buyer but anyway it was only when you could have these subscription models like spotify that i've i have since then had a regular constant contribution to the music industry or that's mm. how i see it but as yeah. it transpires i may be more contributing to spotify's uh, or apple's I've, been, I've i've paid for spotify and apple at various times supporting um, some billionaires musicians yeah. still probably i mean i can tell you as a musician my numbers from last week uh, not nothing from spotify last week in my 12 <laughs> cents the week before mm, a bit from tiktok the week before a little bit of Spotify, but you know, I might I might make like five p a week from Spotify, and that's not. I mean, obviously, right. I'm only getting like a handful of streams, but um, yeah, to 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 sort of um to to get like a decent living from music through music streaming, you have to make have some. But you always did like this. This infographic went round like 2010, like even, and it was like you have to make like have a million plays a week in order to just make a sort of to be able to pay the rent on on a like a modest house kind of modest flat um but this the, the promise of spotify was always like oh well while we're still getting artists on um that we need more 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 and more users then there will be more of a fund to pay everyone from all the artists from so we'll get more and more users and then there'll be more of a pot that we can split but clearly all that's happened is ek has taken it instead of doing what he promised which was to share it out among the artists so um I, I feel yeah. like this is something I, I don't want to harp on. I, I, mean, I will harp on a little bit, but like there, there is a broken promise there and it's sort of like classic capitalism, like growth, 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 built on the bones of all the artists that fuel it with their years and years of sacrifice and craft and buying equipment and, you know, saying no to a safe existence. We all put all this in and then Eck takes all the money and then has the audacity to claim that you can make a good income on Spotify just by working harder, just work a bit harder. And I will put a link to when he said that in the, uh, in the, in the description. That sounds a bit like uh, um, 
that sort of like, well, it was always the record labels always made made loads of money. So, you know, and what's different now? It's like, well, I think there's this just because you change the technology doesn't mean you don't also have to change the business model. Well, you know, it's I like mean, you can't inherit all the bad habits. I mean, you can and people do, but it's a bit off. I think, you know, yeah. this kind of that. that. But yeah, I, I didn't really, really I, I in many ways thought that my my whatever I, I now pay 16.99 a month on Spotify because I have a right. family subscription. I don't even share the login. I'm even <laughs> you know what I mean? no, but you can't I'm share really it because otherwise honest participant no, in the no, Spotify but... No, but you say that, but that's going to pollute your recommendations. And one of the things about Spotify is that you you want the you know the Discover playlist is a really good feature and well, it works well. If you had some someone else like listening to music on it, it's just going to like mess what, like up a, your recommendations, isn't like it? A six year old. Like a six year old. Okay, is that happening? Are you getting horrible recommendations now? Oh, of course. But she. But that's one of the reasons I went with Spotify, which I've told uh, I've uh, told you before. I was on Apple Music. For, I used to be on Spotify. They went to Apple Music because we went camping with some friends and we wanted to be able to share playlists and they were on apple, yeah. so moved to apple. and then uh because i didn't really care and then i realized that apple has no i couldn't find on apple any sort of family friendly settings to go right. don't play my child explicit lyrics and don't auto start videos hmm. uh, so but and spotify has actually a very neat chilled spotify for kids app that you get right. and she can have access to and i don't have to be afraid she's going to listen to pink swearing because she loves pink but pink is quite sweary <laughs> so mm. i do need the radio edit you can't let your six-year-old five-year-old four-year-old listen to mofo in all yeah, day long well, they're gonna sing it not even again, me <laughs> not even you <laughs> Not even me, who's quite sweary as a human. <laughs> well, I, I cancelled my Spotify when I got a HomePod because we so we got this thing to listen to music on. I was like, well, it's going to be no use without um, a Apple Music subscription, and I can get the same music on there as I can on um, Spotify. So I'll just, I just I'm I'm not really loyal to Spotify, but I'm not really loyal to any of the distribution companies at all like it's no. although it would be like i have let that apple music subscription lapse just to save a bit of money because i i pay for youtube premium so i get like youtube music i can listen to whatever through youtube but it is a bit it's a couple of extra steps i suppose i could plug in the i mean google suspiciously sent me a free you know one of those google home type things but there's no way i'm plugging that in and letting that microphone into my house uh, <laughs> like, like i trust apple on privacy but google no amazon i'm no. quite hesitant because <laughs> google has a youtube has a youtube kids which people have gone oh just let her use youtube yeah. kids I'm like, mm. i don't want to i don't you know like she's only little why should google already know everything about everything she yeah. likes and yeah. you know i don't know i don't know i'm a bit like that that is it is a question for me i know it's almost impossible to protect your child's digital footprint uh in anticipation of their future but youtube's just like mm, no no <laughs> <laughs> we so we watched a film um, called The Hunt at the weekend. Um, oh, yeah. Like a is it Swedish? And um, it was it was it was a weird one because it's 2012. So it's and it was a bit of a like this man gets sort of ostracized by his community as like a a, a pederast kind of thing because this little girl sort of like claims that he's done something. And and I was a bit like I, I think. 
it's definitely worth watching and, and sticking through because it's not like a sort of like in the post-Trump era, it's hard to go. Oh, this this sort of handsome white man has had his life ruined by <laughs> like a little girl who you shouldn't believe right. when she says things. But the, the message of it is more about um, basically his superpower is that he's able to kind of deal with that and all the kind of violence that comes from the community as a result of that kind of false accusation. And he still kind of comes with empathy to this little girl in the end and not to spoil it, but, um, but she just like sees some, but, but the only reason like the story is taken seriously is because some little kids run past with an iPad and they've got some porn and there's like a, you know, she sees it for a second and you sort of, and like, then they run away and you sort of see it on camera and you and then that's sort of like, she's seen it. So when she says, oh, he showed me his, you know, whatever, and was yeah, able to describe something because more... she'd just been exposed to it for a second on the internet. And it, 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 it is pretty terrifying how easily a child can, can, anyway, there was a, there was an yeah, interesting it, 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 story on but, that. But I mean, yeah. I, I, this is off topic really, but I think yeah. that's never stopped us before, but I, she, my child knows that I have a, that she's, I have a proper aversion to her being on her own in front of YouTube for more than a mm. nanosecond. Like she, mm. you know, we she we control her access to stuff quite carefully. But but you know, YouTube does. They even have things very clever content masquerading as children because it has something like Elsa. I'm sure I've told you this before, like Elsa from Frozen, and suddenly Elsa from Frozen is being animated into sort of some foxy kind of version of herself that is just you know my little girl doesn't she doesn't need to see that stuff yet you know I don't, I'm not going to shelter her from the reality of the world but let's let it out easily slowly you know um, there's, a, yeah. there's a video by um folding ideas who's about like the weird content farms that just put these cgi like spider-man elsa all this thing and they just generate this thing but he's got a really interesting exploration of that stuff so yeah it is a bit scary what's you know i, I mean i'm obviously not quite as um invested in it but let's 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 break transition on that weird uh, thing we, your camera is frozen yeah it's freezing every like 10 seconds we're gonna have to reboot before the professional podcast i think um what um this joe yeah. rogan stuff then tell me what you've seen about all this what joe I've rogan seen stuff. And so i have not listened to an episode of joe rogan and uh, part of me feels like I shouldn't comment on Joe Rogan until I've listened to Joe Rogan. But I also, from everything I see around Joe Rogan, I don't want to listen to Joe Rogan. <laughs> He's not for me and I have no reason to uh, listen to him. Otherwise, I would have probably already listened to him. Uh, and there's yeah. this kind of... And, and so, and I, and I do think we're stuck in this slightly weird situation where if the Joe Rogans of this world who seem to invite people onto his show who I wouldn't want to listen to, like Ben Shapiro, who you and I have listened yeah, to, and yeah. that whatever his name is, Peter Jordan or Jordan, Jordan Peterson, Peterson or whatever <laughs> that kind, that sort and of it, people of that ilk that you're it, like, it, I, 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 
he'll have a chat with him. And, and usually where, if I see anything about Joe Rogan, it's a video essay about something problematic on like right tube that uh, it has then he's had someone on. And then it's usually a conversation with Joe Rogan. Although it's like the new thing is um, like right tube has been sort of like almost sort of defeated to some extent by the kind of left. But now there's like left tube has turned into this weird thing debate bros is this new sort of problem that's come through and it's sort of like similar strategies to how the right were doing things but it's like now it's a different sort of weird thing going on so it's almost like the contrapoints and the h bomber guys and the folding ideas guys sort of managed to kind of get on top of all the the right wing nasty stuff but now it's coming out in weird different ways and I i don't know if joe rogan is more the newer kind or that I mean he's been around for years but I, I, yeah, I don't I, know a lot about I have obviously I haven't really listened to much of what he's done either I, I was uh, I was amused by one of my friends she posted a, a sort of some screen grab of somebody um talking about like one of his life life rules is if if there's something that only men like then it's probably okay. Every time we're forced to talk about Joe Rogan, I am reminded of my best and most immutable axiom: nothing that only men like is cool. <laughs> and then somebody, then he comes and says, "Everyone is mad about this." So just let me clarify that I am a hundred percent correct. And some guy <laughs> has posted it, but it's like you know, Joe Rogan's not talking to me or marketing to me. And the only fear I have, and this kind of idea mm. that artists would. Um, remove their content from Spotify because they don't want to be on the same platform as him. Yeah. You know, it's comment it's interesting, it forces a debate, it starts a conversation, it's the same it's the same yeah. as my solar panels. No. But yeah. if we if we drive Joe Rogan off the general platform, what what then? Like if he because I, I noted maybe it was right tube that's offered him 12 20 billion dollars to move on to i don't know how much it was it was some big number yeah, some to platform, move to the, some, some platform like that yeah. and you're like oh okay i've never heard of this platform <laughs> and now they've got some press yes they've got some i've now heard of this platform and so is somebody else who might be more tempted to go to that platform do you know what i mean it's like well there's, it's there's... kind of a i think i do have a, a semi-optimistic outlook on this if we just look at trump uh, yeah. Sorry, T star star star. He tried to like do his own platform. Like he's not allowed on Twitter and Facebook anymore. But like he, I, I don't think he's had any. I like I know he's got his little pockets and he's doing the little things, but he has yeah. nowhere near the. Um, he's not able to do nearly as much damage now that he's not on the big platforms. And those small platforms tend not to be, especially if they're like, I, what was it? The non, the sort of you know Twitter for freaking you know. Um, you know, right wingers kind of thing. I, I don't want to say right wing. I just wanted to say libertarians or whatever. But um, uh, they, they just weren't very good platforms. And like a social network, really, kind of it has to be big and popular to work. And so if they just have their own weird little, echo, they, uh, you, yeah. I, I think seeing that Trump has lost his bite by being kicked off real Twitter does yeah. give me some hope that if you kick Joe That's Rogan true. off real Spotify, then you may be. Um, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I mean, and, and how much about? Yeah, I, I, I guess I just feel like, and and I totally, you know, on the one hand, there's that schoolyard thing of if someone's being nasty, ignore them. Like, don't give them attention. Like, if they're yeah, yeah. turning back, don't play with them until they play nicely. All of that stuff. I, I still generally, you know, don't feed the troll stuff. I, I, that's mm. how I behave in day to day life. So in many ways, Joe Rogan should, you know, if he, if what he's saying is genuinely. Uh, deliberately provocative then he should be kicked off the um, platform but um, the the sorry I'm being interrupted, interrupted. Uh, but uh, interrupted but the uh, but at this but yeah I, ju I just Ek part is, of Ek me is, is, like... is very like oh we're not going to kick him off isn't he yeah because Offered a hundred million for rival um, Aircon Spot is announced the company will invest. What? Oh, Spotify's boss Daniel Ek has announced the company will invest a hundred million in discovering and marketing more diverse audio talent after footage emerged of controversial podcaster Joe Rogan using racial slurs. But that's that's like yeah. that's that whole argument that guilty feminists use, like the balanced argument. You just need more freaks. No, you don't. Uh, you don't need a flat earther at a science debate. Yeah, you yeah, don't. Exactly. Not for balance and equality and all of that. There are some people who are just wrong, and yeah, and, and inflammatory and, and nasty. And you know, just to, to some of his, I did try. I thought about listening to one of his episodes, and then and then you fall into this. It doesn't take long. You're like four or five clicks away from falling into some real, um, uh, uh, real uh, negative hole of vaccine denial or yeah, yeah. it's just horribleness. And I don't, I don't want to be, go there. I don't want to no, be no, there. We, why <laughs> should, and why should we? Um, and like really, um, I did hear this. You know, uh, obviously this like appeals to me, but like tolerance of others is a contract and if you break that contract of like if you yeah. if you start using racial slurs like sorry you've just you've broken that agreement and now you are not welcome at the table and that should be yeah. and and you have to work hard to get back to the table you shouldn't just be able to freedom of speech is not like you can say anything you want and everything's fine no. it's, there's there's a social contract where we we look you know we tolerate i tolerate you and you tolerate me but if you don't if you refuse to do that then like there's there's no there's no society here anymore it's just um yeah yeah, yeah. i know yeah. broken so, it, so so now i've got to go and find a different children's music app which is really <laughs> i feel or like do apple I? oh i i don't know it's so hard because i you know how can you not buy stuff off amazon how can you not use spotify how can you not use like the re the problem is we are in a monopolistic businesses become monopolies because you know reagan tore down all of the regulations that protected us from having monopolies and now all of that talent all of that energy has gone into a few big companies and we're kind of stuck at like late stage neoliberal capitalism and this is just another one of the symptoms and some one person Another bald guy has all the power to just on a whim say yes or no and it affects millions of people all over the world. And that is comes back to the biggest problem of our time. But this with music, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well let me put a, Okay. Let me put a break in. I don't know if we've got much more to say, but we've only No, no let's, I'll put the break in and we can just yeah.
like I used that one already. <laughs> anyway, there's some sounds. Um, go join me live on Twitch for music. Um, yeah, Spotify. Thing is, the music industry has always been highly exploitative. Um, I, you know, I did. I met. I met a musician this week who was sort of like me from another dimension. Uh, musician, pianist, um, coder, like making, putting stuff out, um, graphics, visuals, processing, all this stuff. I met, you know, me from another dimension. Uh, I felt sort of like horribly insecure about music because like I never got the sort of music thing. Uh, like I never managed to make that work in the way that he has. And, you know, he's sort of played, he's sort of played in his dream venues and and like been mentored by like a sort of a really great sort of like pian improvising pianist and and we, we 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 it was sort of it was like I had that mirror held up to me where he was talking about the the power and and importance and of music and the privilege and the responsibility of making music if you're if you're if you have that then you need to be have a responsibility to it and as me who has so given up on, I don't know, like I, I'm like bitter from the bitter dimension when it comes to that stuff. And I've almost like switched off that whole part of my brain because there is no way to, there's no middle class in music. There's no way to be not, there's there's a huge, there's a, there's a 1% problem. And even those people that are successful as music, musicians are all, trying to make ends meet by releasing an app you know <laughs> so like yeah, rihanna yeah. you know all of these huge artists like the way we treat it is um has just made me go that i'm i'm not I, it's not even it doesn't even interest me that way of doing things and so i've sort of had to switch off that thing but then to sort of be faced with someone that still has it very much switched on it just who who can i blame i can it, it's always been exploitative it's always been this thing i can blame daniel Eck. i can blame you know this thing but um i can talk about the fact that some people have this privilege to be able to do it and some people don't um i, I can say like oh well you know if i'd had if i didn't have to you know do a job to be able to live then i could have got deeper into you know like focus more on that but really the, the music industry was a was big in the 20th century as recording tele technology emerged and that distribution became something that capitalism could be could fuel kind of thing so you take a blues artist and you get a recording of them and then you sell hundreds of thousands of copies you keep most of the money you give them a few quid and that's how it's always worked and and because there was a sort of narrow amount of distribution there's clear clear channel and there was you know radio stuff and then there was you know like a few record labels or whatever um it was hard to get seen and there was a very small number of big artists but sort of everyone knew about them so you got Michael Jackson's you got Stevie Wonder's you got these huge artists so I came up through the 90s and there was this whole thing of I'm we're going to be a, a successful in our band and we're going to be millionaires and because that's what it looked like at the time but as the the internet came in it democratized the distribution part of that but it also took away the ability of anyone to, to be able to actually sell music as as a commodity at all really and um yeah. and i one of the hardest things i ever came to terms with when, when i read a blog post about it was that, that um it was kind of 
a flash in the pan that music was ever this huge industry. And now it's kind of a more distributed thing. But even though there are Spotify's and Apple's in the world that are sort of still kind of doing the, the top, top kind of like mainstream that everyone knows about artists. For the rest of us, the traveling bards, the people that just want to kind of go around and play our little lutes and, and inputs us up and there's a campfire and we add a huge amount of value to that campfire. Like if you come through a town and you play your little thing, that is all gone because anyone can summon Stevie Wonder with a snap yeah. of their fingers. And so why would they? And even like live music, it's like it's sort of been displaced by DJs because they can just switch to a completely different like creative canvas yeah. like it's song 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 so the life of a musician for me is it's just a it's just not tenable yeah, and that's yeah, really upsetting because it is so difficult and i think it is one of the most magical and impossible to rationalize things in the universe is what what the hell is music why does it work what makes it work what doesn't make it work it's so expensive to do it. If it's like the equipment, all this stuff. Like I saw a microphone that was twenty-two grand secondhand this week. It's like I'm not sure. Like to make it sound like those professional recordings is still hugely expensive. But it's it's this weird paradox of um, anyway. That's just that's my rant about the state of. It's really what, interesting. What's happened I'm... to music? What can we even do? Like Daniel Ek, you promised us money and you never gave it to us. So you know, fuck you. <laughs> I love the idea of you as a Sorry, I interrupted Ivanka. I thought I'd try and do a classic <laughs> grand podcast Abbott effort. She loves the idea of me as a travelling bard because it's <laughs> just a picture of in my head it's quite amusing so my my continuing playing with my uh, daughter playing simply piano playing the piano together is uh, yeah may not lead her to a life of fame and fortune but the fun we have I think, yeah is... you, you gotta just do it for uh oh, my freaking do it for phone. love i nudged my phone and now my camera's gone so uh man cause just as because i just wanted to show my um Okay, let's. Uh, yeah, it's gone. For fuck's sake. All right, well, my camera's off, so <laughs> that's fun, isn't it? Brilliant. So, <laughs> uh, this cable's supposed to be a good Apple one. Uh, anyway, whatever. Um, all right, thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, go to grandpodcast.com, um, where you can. Patreon. Where can people find you on the internet, Ivanka? People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. Oh, you can find me at Michael Forrest on Twitter. And all the stuff I'm doing mostly is coming via squares.tv. And this is my loot. Let me show you my, let me show this. Uh, I'll show, oh, the battery ran out. I must have left it on. See, this is why we can't do it and have nice things. Everything needs batteries. <laughs> we'll see you. I'm, I'm away to Porto next week. So I'm on holiday, so we will not have a podcast episode next week, unfortunately, because I am selfish and I need a little break. Uh, but we'll see you in two weeks. So have a good time in the meantime and enjoy your existences. Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye.